Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Guys, Katie with a C asks... In the age of cell phones, how do you teach your kids to respond in emergencies? The days of calling 911 on a landline seem numbered, and we don't even have a landline phone. Should we get one just for this reason, teach our little kids to use our cell phone, and what if they can't find it? Katie, I really like this question. I have thought, and this is like the 3 a.m. thought where you're like, what happens if my husband's out and I accidentally fall in the shower and knock myself unconscious? These are the kind of things we worry about in the middle of the night. But it's not a terrible question. What if something happens when you're home with your little ones and you are incapacitated and they need to summon help? It could happen. Hopefully it won't. Uh, Yes, I think only having a cell phone is problematic. Your kids likely, I mean, if you're me, I can't find my cell phone every single time I leave the house. So if I was relying on my kid to find my cell phone and then unlock my cell phone in order to call 911, especially with a little one, that is not going to work out. So I would not rely on your kid being able to find your cell phone, operate it, and call 911. For this reason, we kept a landline in the house. So we, you know, as everyone does, it's like, what do we need a phone for anymore? I have a phone in my hand. Uh, We did keep a landline when my kids were little just for this reason. And we did teach them, here's how to use it. Pick up your phone, call 911, uh, and the nice people come and help us. And so that's something you should practice with your children. This is a topic that's introduced. It was introduced to all of my kids in preschool. Firefighters, police officers came to the school and showed them how to dial 911, but review it for them at home. Make sure they know their address. One great way someone taught me this, put your address on the back of the headrest um, where you drive. So they stare at it all day. And as soon as they're able to read, they will just stare at your address and they'll know it. Uh, We're doing multiplication tables now. Back of the headrest is a great place to stick something that you want your kids to learn. So let's say you don't have a landline and to call 911. So I had to Google this because I didn't really know the answer, but there are a bunch of services. One is called Magic Jack that make a jack out of your uh, home plug, your computer. They're not very expensive. And so that's probably something if you have little kids, I don't know, maybe kids up into teenagers that I, kids who don't have their own phone, I would get this in the house. I think it's a smart idea. 
And then you register it because the other thing about 911 is that when the kid calls, if they're not really able to express themselves, the good thing about 911 is they know where you are. If they're calling from a cell phone, like, yes, they can triangulate it, but it's not that clear. So these kind of services have thought about this already, and they're there to figure it out for you. If none of those options work for you, although they probably do, but let's say you're the one outlier who this doesn't work for, I think your only other option is to get to know your neighbors, go and introduce yourself, and show your kid how to get to their house, where their doorbell is, and say, if there's a problem, this is a safe person, and you can walk over to their house and knock on the door. That's kind of assuming that they live in an excessively safe area. There are some assumptions in there, but that's another way you can play it. But basically, I would say young kids, if there's an emergency in the house and you're incapacitated, they should know how to dial 911. They should, as soon as they're able to be able to say your address, cheap services, go ahead and invest in it and get a 911 line in your house for safety. Katie, I hope that helped. If you have a question that you would like myself or Amy to answer, you can submit your questions to questions at whatfreshhellpodcast.com, or you can ask them on our Facebook page at whatfreshhellcast on Facebook. And we would love to hear from you. And maybe one of us will answer your question on an upcoming episode. Talk to you later, guys. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.